Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I am your guest host, Amanda Grace Creer. For our weekly listeners, you know the drill, but for those who are joining us for the first time, we are here to talk about the impact that women are having on the modern sustainable development movement. This week, we have our founder of Sisters in Sustainability, Victoria Lynn. Hi, everybody. It's very strange to be on this <laughs> side of the microphone, I'm not going to lie. That's okay. I'm very excited to get to interview you for this podcast episode. So, Victoria, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you develop Sisters in Sustainability and what your goal is? Absolutely. So, hi, everybody. I know I don't really get to talk a whole lot about myself on the podcast, but my name is Victoria Lynn Vespico. I'll tell you my full name here. Um, And I am not only the founder of Sustainability Starts With You, but I am the host and producer for the Sisters in Sustainability podcast, which is is designed to highlight the impact that women all over the country and all over the world are having on today's modern sustainability movement. You know, um, I'm a candidate in the Miss America organization, and so I saw the impact that every woman was having with her individual social impact initiative, now called Community Service Initiatives. And because the United Nations released 17 sustainable development goals centered around improving the quality of life, everybody's community service initiative touches on a different goal. So I wanted to be the person that really highlighted what those issues are and how everything we are doing comes back to sustainability. You're so amazing. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So what initially piqued your interest in sustainability? That's a great question. So I have been a Girl Scout for 19 years in counting. So I like to say that 19 years ago, I took an oath to make the world a better place. Of course, as a Girl Scout, for those of us who who may be listening, who are Girl Scouts, but to those of you who might not know, um, part of our law and part of our promise is to use our resources wisely, be kind to others, be respectful of ourselves and our planet. And of course, our ultimate goal is to make the world a better place. So through my years of being a Girl Scout, I found a love, an undying love for the outdoors and for my community um, and a real passion for community service. As I got older and of course went to college, those goals or those values never went away from me, Um, but I went to Penn State University we are. And uh, part of every Penn State curriculum is the 17 Sustainable Development Goals from the United Nations. So they are built into every single class, every single degree program. So whether you're in marketing like I was all the way to environmental engineering, nursing, anything, you will learn about these 17 Sustainable Development Goals and how you can have an impact on the world around you. And so I was really inspired by that and wanted to share my already love for our environment um, and my newfound love for these goals and, and admiration for the work that people are doing everywhere to encourage people everywhere to make sustainable change. You are quite remarkable. Um, so you said that there are 17 Sustainable Development Goals. What is the most important one and which one speaks mostly to your mission? That's a tough question because they range from issues like ending poverty and ending hunger to, of course, keeping our environment clean. Um, But for me personally, I would say that sustainable development goal number 17 is actually the most important. And so that is partnership for the goals. I always talk about how, of course, through my community service initiative, Sustainability starts with you. Sustainability starts with the individual. But when you think about the impact that we all have as an individual, when we come together, the impact is 
it's immeasurable. So my goal is to not only encourage the individual to take action, but to encourage people everywhere to then spread that message to the person next to them, because together we can change the world and we have that power. It's a power that I think, you know, we have lost in ourselves. And I think that maybe society doesn't tell us that we have, but the individual really can change the world. And just imagine what you can do if you're changing it with somebody else. So there's a lot of conversation when it comes to the world's pollution about how the mass majority of the world's pollution comes from corporations and not from the individual person. But what do you think us as individual people can do to the first step to beginning to leave a more sustainable lifestyle? Oh my God. I don't know that there's necessarily one first step because there's really a million. Um, I think the first step is to look inside of yourself and identify what your values are. I, like I said, am somebody who really values the environment. So I want those values to be be reflected in my consumership. Um, We have a great friend, Miranda Moore, who talks about sustainable fashion. And so she was on last week on the podcast to talk about her community service initiative, Take Action in Fashion. And one of the things she really focused on was being careful and being smart about what it is you purchase. And so that really is kind of the first step is to identify your values and share them through your consumership. Anybody who knows me and has listened to this podcast knows that I'm a big proponent for reusable water bottles, but specifically <laughs> Nalgene water bottles. Um, yeah, what is what is the obsession with Nalgene? You know, they're just, <laughs> they're amazing water bottles. They're durable. They're sustainable. They're made out of 50% reduced, uh, recycled and uh, reclaimed plastic. And they're also produced in the United States with creates jobs for, you know, United States citizens. Um, But I think that, you know, spending your money on products and with brands that align with your values is the first step. And of course, taking that a step further, the next really big thing you can do is to get involved in politics. You know, we talk often about the impact of the individual, but one thing that Every single person, especially in the United States, over the age of 18, of course, has the power to do is vote. You know, voting is the way that you say, these are the things that I'm going to stand for. These are the values that I have. And these are the issues that are important to me. So, you know, the next big step is to go out there and vote for legislators who believe in your mission. And, you know, if you have the passion, get involved and be that legislator who can create the change. Speaking of politics, I know that you have mentioned in passing to me and several others that you have thoughts of running for office one day. What made you consider that path? And also, what would your platform run on besides sustainability? Ooh, besides sustainability. So I I think that, you know, like I said, we talk about power. Um, And unfortunately, there's a huge power imbalance in the United States and all over the world. Governmental bodies have all of this control to make change without us really being able to give that consent. And so it starts with voting them into office and, and picking and choosing who our legislators are. I, um, I think that there's also been a huge shift in politics and we're seeing a really negative side of what it means to be a part of the political landscape. Um, It's really gone from a group of people who want to make positive change in alignment with their own beliefs to a group of people who want to just 
control other people, uh, which is a really scary thing. But I think we're seeing as younger people are getting involved in politics that it's really coming back to the fair fight where it's the best candidate wins or, or at least that's what we're pushing for. And so as somebody who wants to create change in the world, you know, I don't want to stand by and watch others be the ones making that change because I'm a big believer that nobody's going to save you. You mm -hmm. need to be the one to create that change. And, and obviously, in the words of Miranda Moore, you need to be the one to take action in the things that are happening around us. And so because I'm a big believer that sustainability starts with you, that's my mantra is that change starts with the individual and it starts with us. So, you know, I, I'm interested in politics because I think that I could be a beacon of change for people, which sounds really big headed to say. Um, but I know that there's a lot of like minded people out there who maybe wouldn't feel comfortable stepping into that political lens. But through the experiences I've had with Miss America and already having a, a platform to talk about these things, I feel that I come in with a good level of experience. Obviously, I'm not a politician, but I am an advocate. So if I had to talk about something that wasn't sustainability, well, that's difficult because all issues um, are sustainable issues. I think when we talk about sustainability, we immediately think of climate action. Um, but I, if I had to pick something unrelated to climate action, I would probably go with the human side of sustainability. So, you know, something to do with our education programs. Um, I believe that education is the step towards creating a better, greater future. I don't believe, but I know that our youth are our future. And so equipping them with the tools to create positive change and giving them factual information so that they can be informed citizens is incredibly important. And, and so I think I would probably be on a big train for, you know, pushing quality education and creating more literacy for our youth. Speaking of literacy, Miss Two-Time published children's author, what is the most fun step in developing the stories that, that you've created? Because you've created some pretty amazing children's books, and they're also very different children's books. Well, thank you. Yes, I, I am the author of Cows Are More Than Milk, which was my first book. It was published in May of, gosh, 2022. Um, and then my second book, Bring a Bucket, was published in, I believe, February of 2023. So just, just a couple of months ago. Um, and they're two books that, yeah, have really different meanings, but all fall under the sustainability realm. So Cows Are More Than Milk is all about the fact that the individual, the individual person, any person, anything is more than the label that we attach to it. Um, I worked on a sustainable dairy farm for a while, and so I was really inspired by my experience of working with dairy cattle of we think that cows are just milk. But cows are also great for helping, you know, cultivate land. And the farm that I worked on, we partnered with some land restoration programs where as our dairy calves would grow up, you know, some would stay with our herd and be a part of the next dairy generation, while others went to this 300 acre farm where they could help restore the land. And I don't think that's something a lot of people really consider when we talk about agriculture and, you know, our food. Um, but especially people in general are not what they always seem to be and not always the label that they're given for themselves. I know we can talk about this as being women in the Miss America organization, that we are more than women who wear a crown for a living. We are advocates. You know, you're a mental health professional. I'm a business owner. You're also a business owner. You know, we are people with, with 
we are well-rounded people with a lot of different passions. Um, my second book, Bring a Bucket, was inspired by my six-month fellowship in Florida uh, because they have down there, it's called the Beach Bucket Foundation. And it's an organization that creates these little buckets so that people who are going to enjoy their day on the beach can grab a bucket and fill it with garbage. You know, microplastics and plastic in general is a huge pollutant in our oceans. And so it was a really, it was an inspiring thing to see that an organization was dedicated to making it so that the individual could have an impact on plastic pollution. So I wrote a book called Bring a Bucket because not every beach in the world, not every forest or hiking trail in the world has access to these buckets. But it's the idea to do your part to make the world a cleaner place. Um, I would say the best part, you know, my favorite part about the writing process, it's honestly probably not the writing process. I love to write, it's my passion, but I'm also a graphic designer. And so I love to be a part of the illustrations for my books because sure, words are important and words are what carry the meaning. But for a lot of kids, the thing that's gonna hold their attention, especially in the world that we're living in now, is the pictures. And so I really wanted to create these bright and vibrant, playful images that make these really scary topics seem less scary. I absolutely adore your books. If our listeners here have not read Cows Are More Than Milk or Bring a Bucket, they are wonderful books and they are not just enjoyable for children. I enjoy them personally. Bring a Bucket is so inventive and I had such a fun time in Florida diving into the ocean <laughs> with you to pick up the plastic and the pool skimmer that that we oh, saw. Oh, the pool skimmer. <laughs> and I love what you said about cows are more than milk, that we are so much more than these small labels that we can be defined by so many things. Because being in the Miss America organization, you it is honestly filled with brilliant brilliant women. Speaking of the Miss America organization, you have been a part of the Miss America organization for over a decade. What is your fondest experience and your largest takeaway from being in the organization? Oh, God. Um, this is going to sound super cliche, and I'm sure every single person who's ever, you know, had this question says the same thing, but it really is the sisterhood. Uh, and I mean, we've said this a million times on the podcast that sisterhood is really the biggest part of the Miss America organization. You know, I owe MAO um, for introducing us. Amanda Grace is my my best friend and we only met, it seems like we've known each other a lifetime, but yeah. we really only met like about a year and a half ago. And it is, I can't imagine what my life would be like if I didn't have you. Um, oh my God, stop, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> if I didn't have you or if I didn't have Shannon Caddy or Miranda Moore um, and, and all of the women in the Miss America organization who you know, whether or not I know them, I'm rooting for them. Um, and I would say like, that's probably the biggest takeaway is the friendships and the sisterhoods that you make. Uh, but over the last 10 years, you know, I've had the privilege of watching this organization change. Uh, because 10 years ago, when I was 13 and competed in my very first local, there is no way a woman like me uh, would have ever been successful in this organization. And last year I was in the top 10 at Miss Pennsylvania against the single-handedly best class that has ever competed at Miss Pennsylvania. And so that was, it was a huge privilege and um, I'm incredibly anxious <laughs> and uh, excited to see what happens this year because every year the groups just get better and more diverse and 
just more and more exceptional. So, you know, that's probably the best part is just meeting these women who, whether or not you take a friendship away from them, you take a whole load of knowledge and experience and you're better off for knowing them in the long run. I love you so much. Oh my goodness. So our time is ending. Oh in, no. In the Miss America organization that we are getting older. Oh stop. Oh, and God. that's okay. But my question for you is that after you are done within the Miss America organization, what is the next steps for sustainability starts with you? That is a great question. So yeah, unfortunately, um, we are getting up there in age. And although um, we technically have until 28 to compete, I know Mm -hmm. that you and I are both like-minded in the thoughts of that we have lives outside of the Miss America organization. And so it's, it's really just kind of counting the days, if not counting the years, until unfortunately we're out. Uh, but as for sustainability starts with you, my real goal here is to, in the next year, uh, incorporate sustainability starts with you as a 501c3 nonprofit so that I can create some grant funding or, or start looking for some grant funding because at the end of the day, my goal is to turn sustainability starts with you into a nationwide educational program. So right now I'm partnering with some PA legislators. Uh, you know, uh, Senator Kometa is one, Senator Flynn from Wilkes-Barre or from Scranton is another, a uh, couple of representatives. And we're working together to create Sustainability Starts With You as a DARE-like education program. Um, we're in the final stages of the actual writing process for the program. Um, then it has to go through approval and be graphically designed and all that, you know, nitty gritty nonsense. But uh, it's it's a huge undertaking. And so we had our very first event actually this past Saturday to kind of implement some of that programming, uh, which is crazy to think that something that started off as just a passion for me 19 years ago has turned into something that I want to spend the rest of my life doing. Um, sustainability is an issue that impacts us all. And, and you know, I want to make the world a better place for my children and for your children and for our friends' children. And so that's really where that passion comes from. And I'm really hoping that, you know, I can create a program that kids look at and they recognize sustainability is an important issue. It is a a bit of a daunting issue, but it is an issue that I can help create change for. Well, Victoria, you are incredibly remarkable that I know I am a better person for being able to meet you. And I I am so thankful that I get to call you my best friend. That's fine. Cry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I know that you are going to absolutely kill it on the stage at Miss Pennsylvania this year. So before we go, I have one final question for you. And is what is one thing that you would tell a young person that wants to help change the world? Just do it. You know, I I know that sounds so funny and it's like, just do it, Nike. But (laughs) I I, genuinely, um, we live in a world where I think a lot of people are relying on other people to create the change. And people, and I don't know if it's if it's just the way that we're being raised now or if it's the fact that these issues really are terrifying. And some of them seem like impossible things that one person can tackle. But I want you to know that the individual has so much power to create change. Um, I, uh, 
it's it's really so true. And so if you are a young person who wants to create change, do not ever let somebody tell you that you can't. Don't ever let somebody tell you that you are unqualified. Don't ever let somebody tell you that you are too small to make change. Because in a world this big, the individual really holds all the power. And all of that change comes from within. And sustainability starts with you. Oh, beautiful. Well, I want to thank Victoria for allowing me to be the guest host of this wonderful podcast episode. And if you want to learn more about how you can help achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, follow on Instagram, Sustainability Podcast, and at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the CISPOD Nation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening.